meaningful contact with all forms of life, from extraterrestrial beings to common household pets. And it's excellent for dancing. Why don't you have the ladies sign as well, would you please? After all, they are in the band. They are? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Where are you going, Rufus? I got a surprise for you here. That's to help you as you start your new band. Thanks, Rufus. Now, I just have one further humble request. If I might be so honored to jam with you. Oh, do you know how to play, Rufus? I play a little. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire. And I'm Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah! And we're Wild Stallion! Welcome to Bill and Ted Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, one excellent minute at a time. Very original. I'm your host, Johannesburg Esquire. With me, Rocky Theodore Logan, the Royal Ugly Dude. Uh, Duke Count, stuck at 70. Uh, spoiler alert. It never moves from 70. Wow. 70 is the official dude number one above 69, which is disappointing. But you know what is interesting is I found my source of the original, and it was 70. Like that, wow. the article I found, there's over like, 10 things you don't know about Bill and Ted. The word dude is spoken 70 times in the movie, and that was accurate. So, yeah. a little round wow. of applause for us. We got the Duke Cannon here. I was hoping we would be either like, I, I believe our Duke Cat was good. Like, I we watched these minutes like seven oh, or eight yeah. times. Yeah, like, you guys caught dudes I missed. I caught dudes y'all missed. So, like, I thought we were pretty on point. And then, hey, we the official number. Um, In retrospect, I think the producer wished he stuck at 69. Yeah, I can cut a dude out of this movie. Yeah. I can cut a dude out. Uh, yeah. Or I think, you know, the other thing is, like, we counted some dudes twice. Like, uh... They said dude to themselves, but we already saw that earlier. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, we could have cut that out, and there's your 69, dude. I mean, it begins with Rufus proving aliens exist and ends with uh, the guys getting some ugly guitars they won't know how to play. <laughs> yeah. So, Rufus says aliens pick up the transmissions of their music. That's what he says that, does he not? Yes, he does. Yeah. So, there's aliens out there within mm. what, what? All right, so he's 500 years or 600 years ahead of time. Right. The speed of light is how transmissions are sent out. So the aliens are within a few hundred light years of here. Uh, how far is Andromeda? I don't even know. Like, how far is the closest star? <laughs> you guys don't know the answer to that? No, Science was not my subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think is Andromeda even the closest star? I don't know why, star? I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think of this from when I was looking up. Uh, yeah, Andromeda is the closest star, is it not? No, no, Andromeda is the galaxy. Fuck. Yeah. What uh, about the North Star? Is it serious? Yeah. No, it's... Not Andromeda, the closest star is Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri okay. is the closest star. Because when you remember in the old Civilization game, yeah. you'd go to Alpha Centauri. Or even in this one, I turn that off. I turn Science Victory off in, in the new ones. Because like, otherwise, I always lose then. Like, it's, it's never fun. I always lose that. Yeah, because Zephram Cochran in Star Trek was from Alpha Centauri. Uh, okay. They retcon that because in First Contact, you know, he's on Earth in Montana, right? But they said later he moved to Alpha Centauri. <laughs> yeah, so they wreck on that. Um, so, and he says, uh, you know, aliens pick up their transmission From and cats and dogs are understand well, it. Yeah, like the highest being to the lowliest house pets all, you know. Yeah, I should have watched it during here because I wrote these notes a while ago. But I wrote that it hit, hits cats' ears in the same way that, you know, that people would understand it. Like, so cats hear the music. 
Uh, and yeah, what transcends would, times and species. What would cats and dogs even have to say about the songs? Like, oh, that's a group roof, roof. No, I think it makes uh. them. It, it relaxes them. That's a roof cut. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, you ever heard? It's not Lizzo, but it's pretty good. Have <laughs> you ever heard uh, what Wittgenstein said about a lion? You ever hear that? That nope. little parable or whatever is a, you know, if a lion spoke English, you still wouldn't understand a word he had to say. Like Why? meaning that like their references are so different from ours. Yeah. So like yeah. I don't know if you listen to like to if a lion said I had to take a shit, you wouldn't understand that. Uh, but he you know, he might be like I have to. He might phrase it so differently that you wouldn't you know understand what he's talking about. Like I need to do I need to do the rumple or something. I don't yeah. know. Like he would do or like all right so. Two computer programmers are talking about how they're they you know they're writing software. Would you understand the fucking word they were saying? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, like oh, it's it's you know the the third cubicle of I don't even I don't even know how to phrase it. I wouldn't know what they're saying. Or like two philosophy majors, you know, debating like I don't know the theory of color or something. Like I wouldn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Same as like. Aristotle wouldn't understand, be like, oh, you hear the No Oasis track? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't understand. They, it's, yeah, I get it. And yeah. that's, they're both human. We're humans, you know? Yeah. Imagine a line, how far removed that is. Well, so, speaking English. He's speaking English, but you, I talked to Aristotle about, like, the top ten Beatles songs. But he, he doesn't know, speak English. Ar- all right, well, Aristotle, I taught him <laughs> English. Put him in a put him in a, a cave somewhere. It's taught him English. Or I guess Plato. I'll put yeah, Plato, Plato in the I'll cave. I'll put Plato in the cave. I'll teach him English. Uh, and uh, he, yeah, he still wouldn't understand, you know, oh, the latest thing on Twitter or whatever. He would have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. And they're humans. How much different it is for cats and dogs. That's how great Bill and Ted are. They're transcending all of this. So he also says uh, it's... Their music is great to dance to. False. The mu- we've, the only mu- song we've heard of this is playing right now in the background, In Time by Robbie Ro- Robbie Ray. Ray. And I've used it as lazily the outro music of this podcast many times because I have an uh-huh. edited version that fades in and out. And I've, when I'm around lazy and can't think of a song, I use it. Um, so I've heard it a thousand fucking well, times. I hear it again on this one. And at best, it's a slow dance song. Well, do you see them in the futuristic episode where they're just slowly strumming the guitars? Is that what dancing is called in the Could future? be. So, you got... So, I just recently looked up a list of the top 100 dance songs of all time. Do you have any guesses as to the top 10? Michael Jackson's going to be in there, I assume. He is, does not make the top 10. Really? Hmm. Uh, one band so, uh, is like known for an entire generation of dance in the 70s. Abba? No. Abba's in here, but that's not what I'm thinking it's of. the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, no. Night Fever, which is not staying alive in the top ten. Night Fever's number two. The gayest band of all time has number one. Culture Club? YMCA by the Village People. Uh, Bee Gees, two. Abba's Dancing Queen is three. The Pointer, all right. Uh, uh, the uh, Saved by the Bell famous song. I'm so excited by the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> that's, wow. We Are Family. Uh, five. This song is a, a a dance in the seventies that was famous. Simpsons used it. The hustle. Do 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 the hustle. That should it's Macaron is definitely on this list. Uh, but these seventies songs they get they got a lot more. They've been sitting around for a while. Electric is the electric slide in there. I will survive. 
Uh, Sly and the Family Stone, thank you? I don't know that song. I want to Shout. thank you for letting me be myself. Into the Group by Madonna makes the top ten. Brickhouse. Get into the group. What I thought would be number one is number 11, and it's the dance everyone did in the early 60s. The twist. The twist. I mm-hmm. stay alive, respect. Uh, Casey and the Sunshine what Band. About the Monster Mash. Don't stop to get enough on here at the Monster Shout. Mash. No, Shout has to be on Shout. here. Shout is not on here, which is crazy because Animal House like made that fucking famous. I'm just trying to think of movies you're going to hear at most weddings. weddings. Yeah. You put they put Shout at most weddings. Every wedding. Yeah. Macarena is, fi- is 53 right behind ABC. Living on a Prayer. But that's not really a dance. It's just like everybody sings song. Yeah. It's a closing the bar song. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, La Bamba. I don't really know about this. I'm, I'm scrolling way down here. I'll do the bottom 10. Uh, Macho Man. The Village People get 1 and 100. Macho Man. I Feel Love. Uh, Dancing Machine by Jackson 5. Disco Inferno, which I think is a real... I think that should be in the top 10. I don't know that song. Burn Baby Burn Disco Inferno? Uh, Burn Baby Burn. That's an amazing... I have an eight-minute cut of that on my playlist right now. It's a lot of fucking... uh, I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. I Feel Better When I'm Dancing. Uh, I don't even know how to search that without hitting every result on oh, here. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Robbie Ray, not on the list. No. Wow. Huh. Wild she, Stallions? Wild Stallions, not on the list. Lips Incorporated, Funky Town makes it on the list. But so, the, the girls are part of the band now? The girls are, they well, they in the future, not now. But in the future, they are part no. of the band. Well, he says it's this the, the official, This is the moment where they're, they're in the, the yeah. band. Right. I guess, yeah, in the next minute we might see them play some instruments. I'm not sure about that. Um, but the girls say, excellent. Now, that brought me something I heard first on the Ricky Gervais podcast that uh, I don't think that's a girl a word that girls would have ever heard before. And I'm pretty sure that's correct because apparently William Shakespeare invented the word excellent along with a lot of other words. He invented it? He's the like the first use. Of so she, th- these women met these two lions that came back <laughs> to medieval time and were able to pick up their uh, language structure. It's very possible. Yeah. Um, so some other words Shakespeare is supposed to have invented. Addiction. What? Not on here. But uh, <laughs> they say he invented over seventeen hundred words that like, or it's the first usage they you know yeah. they know fashionable gossip. Really? Yeah. Uh, champion. Uh, eyeball. Moonbeam. Eyeball? Eyeball. What are they called? Skim before? milk. What was your eyeball called before? It's just an eye. Maybe your eye. But maybe he, I mean, he specific, besmirch. Your peepers? Yeah, peepers. Is <laughs> good. Elbow. Yeah. The word elbow. Shakespeare. Lackluster. Radiance. Unreal. Like, yeah, he's the guys. So if not for Shakespeare, there wouldn't be elbow pasta. There would not be elbow pasta or catered elbow pasta because apparently invented the word cater. Ah. So, if you're the champion of catered elbow pasta, you should thank William Shakespeare for that. So, there you go. William Shakespeare born. So, he's born in 1564, died 1616. So, they were like 1480, right? We think we figured them out? Yeah. There before Columbus sailed the ocean blue, I believe. Uh, yeah, because it was like Henry the... The the forgotten Henry years or something. Like, it wasn't Henry V and it that wasn't Henry VIII. Yeah. It was like one of those two Henrys in the middle there. I thought we said it was like six or seven. I don't know who it was. Anyway. 
Uh, boop, 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 boop. So, this week there was some... Or, this week, shit. When I wrote this down this week, a month ago, <laughs> Rick and Morty referenced uh, Bill and Ted pretty fucking hard. It wasn't as hard as you make it out to be. How is it not as hard as I made it out to be? The entire half the plot was a ripoff completely of Bill and Ted. Well, just them coming back and talking to each other like that last the last little bit. But that was it was like a good six minutes. It's a twenty minute show, mm. and and um, that doesn't count the Jerry five minutes. So, like, hey, so if anybody hadn't seen it, they literally, I'm sure, Royal, you have not seen it. I bet. No. Did I, did we make you watch it? Yeah, you made me watch it. But you didn't have any too. idea what was going on. Yeah, it's fine. It's they were. Um, I wouldn't watch it on my own. Uh, they were. Uh, there was time travel involved and all kinds of shenanigans. And they were like, oh, at the, at the end of this, why don't we just go back and, you know, help ourselves out by doing this? And so, yeah, they showed at the end where they had to go back and redo all this stuff. And it was like, oh, this fucking pain in the ass. And they were real dicks to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking <laughs> funny, man. dicks. <laughs> and I was running across that. Do you, do you recall Bill and Seb was name-checked in, in Endgame, too? Do you remember Yeah, that? because they were doing the time travel thing. And they they brought it up when they were like, how how is how's it gonna work? And they brought up, they brought up a bunch of back like the movies. Yeah, he's like, oh, is it like Terminator? Is it like Star Trek? Oh, is it like Time Cop? No, oh, it's not like Bill and Ted. He's like, oh no, it's not like it is in the movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like there's a big reference to that. So I think a Time Tub Hot Tub Time Machine got a mm. a name check in that one too. So I don't know. That's apparently enough for somebody to write a blog post about. But I ran wow. into it. So we got one more minute left, guys. That's it. One yeah. more minute. I still like. Is there any way to find out what type of guitars they are that they got? It's such an eighties. Well, they're trip. from the future, so how are we going to look those up? Oh, good point. I've seen ZZ Top with those fucking guitars, right? Isn't doesn't ZZ Top have those? Maybe similar. Without the like the yeah, like you were saying, you, how do you tune them without those things on the end of it? Yeah, um, yeah like the they're kind of guitars that just end. The the bad the they're thin bases. I don't even know names of guitar things. Yeah, the bass is real thin and plastic looking, and the or metal looking, I guess. And the, the shaft, ends, right? the ends don't. The shaft doesn't have the <laughs> the shaft doesn't have a head on it. Wait, all your shafts. So, are it's, it's called an uncircumcised guitar, but I mean, an in an intact. We're changing the language on this. It's intact. Not uncircumcised. We, we're stealing the language back. Okay, so intact. Uncircumcised means like you feel like you missed out on something. Intact makes me feel like they I'm, missed out on something. Mm-hmm. They, in fact, fine, they are the ones... I'm fine being circumcised. Uh, this is this is well-ground territory on this podcast. Yeah. We've been through it, uh, you know, so it's all there. Anyway, um, any final thoughts on Minute uh, I was just wondering, have we discussed Rufus's uh, kick-ass pin? Lapel yeah, pin, it came up last yeah. minute, yeah. They, okay. And it, it's actually a very similar shape to the guitars that he gave the guys, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Except it has the cord, the, the tuning cords or whatever they are on it. We're we're real musicians. The tuning cords is that what? It, I don't know. String. My you know, head was on just enough last minute. Yeah, we did have our our our, our, <laughs> our post podcast celebratory party at a, yeah. a local gentleman's club. Um, yeah, there is some there is some money spent there. I'll tell you what, mostly not me. Anyway, with that, guys, be excellent to each other. Party on, dude. Party on, dude.